welcome. We're here. Yeah, I'm, we are. I'm starting to lose count, but it is buzzword. Ten? Yeah. You missed your cue, Juliet. A buzzword! <laughs> That's terrible. That's from the top. From the top, this never happened. We're going to pretend this never happened. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode... Ten? Thank you, Madeline. I think. We need to go back one more time. Okay, let's everybody. Hey. Welcome, everybody. It's episode... Ten. Of... Buzzword, buzzword. Radio players series <laughs> countdown to Halloween. We nailed that one. We totally got it that time. It's like if we edited the first part of this, they would never know. <laughs> but I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah, I feel good about it. <laughs> Thank you. Paul's got his radio voice back on. Mm. Oh, he's got his whisper. <laughs> Let's all talk like Paul Scott in this one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Buzzword. We can't wait. Buzzword. Buzzword. It's an ASMR. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of um, raspiness and breathiness in there that I would wait. never do. So um, I'm just. I also hope that I'm just saying. everyone. I I already know. Everyone just already was like, nope, skip to the next one. <laughs> we lost about fifty percent of our listener. Pretty base. sure it'll get better. Wait, thank you, Malin. You're yes. our only hope. You're like Obi Wan. Actually, Obi Wan was our. Yes. Yeah, well, because I'll be oh, commenting. We decided. We decided for this Obi show Malin. we needed to. To like to introduce our guest stars, we they need to tell like a dad joke or like a funny like Absolutely. joke. Um so um one? we're totally No. Oh, we got you. We got you. You can Google that before you can do my drum joke. Okay. Okay, great. That. See you better not. Mess I feel that like up. maybe if we did pre-show, that that would help. But one take wonders, everybody. Yep. So here we are at the Buzzword Radio Players po- podcast. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Episode 10, Buzzword. That's the only thing you told me to do, so I don't know anything else. Oh, I'm man. torn between two dad jokes. Oh, man. Well, what? you better share one with Mr. Scott here. <laughs> uh, so we're here. We've got lots of guest stars going on uh, today. That's why there's a little extra chaos than normal, although we like chaos. So I, we I are here but... telling you uh, 28 different Brothers Grimm tales, one a day, as we count down to our opening of Frankenstein. Our first virtual production here at Enumclaw High School. Yeah, My is. name is Allison Abrahams, and I am one of the co-directors of the HS Drama Program. And I am here with my other co-director, Juliet. Just Juliet. It's Juliet. You know, somebody's going to make a t-shirt about that someday. I hope they do. I'm so excited. <laughs> I hope we end up on the bestseller. I'll buy that t-shirt. You know what? They're going to make that t-shirt, and it's going to be two T's and an E. Guarantee it. You should make that the best t-shirt on the back. Oh, exactly. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Fine. Great. Changed it. Marking it, it down. Done. It. Voted. Done. All in favor. All right. We need to get on track. So, Mr. Fiedler mm-hmm. uh, is here with us, and he has a dad joke that he is just dying to tell us. So, please, let's kick this off with one of them. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Oh, I know. Ten. Ten, Ten tickles. tickles. Oh. <laughs> I really had to think about that for a minute. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Can I share a joke? What's the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. What concert costs just 45 cents? 50 cents? Nickelback. 50 cent featuring Nickelback. Oh, oh I got part of it. Oh, that was good. That was pretty good. I like that one. Melin, did you have one? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like half a guest star. <clears throat> kind of. What do you call a deer with no eyes? Oh, oh, I've heard this one. I can't remember. <laughs> 
A deer with no eyes. I've heard fish with no eyes. Just a deer. You just call it deer. <laughs> deer? Deer? Oh, if I'm being perfectly oh. honest, I have no idea. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so bad. Okay, Madeline, you got one? I have lots more where that comes from. Keep keep those bottled oh, up. Louis. I will. <laughs> and then like lock it deep, deep. And throw in it in the ocean. Okay. I was gonna say what Juliet just said, but I feel like it would have sounded more mean from me. <laughs> That's okay, Mercer. You do have that effect on things, Mercer. No, she doesn't. Yeah. She's perfect in every way. Okay. I love it about one. her though. <laughs> I do. Mercer, I love you. All right, here comes Miss Madeline Neal. What you got, girl? What did a drummer call his three kids? I got nothing. Hmm. A one and a two. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the oh. cutest thing I've ever listened to. Oh my goodness. Again, she has like this soothing voice. Mm. Not unlike Mr. Paul Scott. Oh, Hi. Well. Over to you, Paul. Well, well hello, everyone. Um, I'm also torn between uh, two, but you know. Um, the first one is, why didn't the dog want to play football? Because it's a dog. <laughs> no. Because it, it's not a retriever? Because he's a boxer. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was going to say, you yeah. could have a wide Solid retriever. Yeah. A wide retriever. <laughs> oh, I could have. Oh, yeah. And then my other one was, uh, why did Cinderella get kicked off the baseball team? Because... She kept losing her shoes. No, she ran away from the ball. Oh, oh. come on. It was yeah. right there. Yeah. Also, I did like that yeah. that was yeah. Brothers yeah. Grimm theme. Though. It was. You know, I Thank you. That's that. a good segue. That was yeah. perfect because today. This is why you pay me. We're, We're not paying you. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, wait. That wasn't in my contract. No. Uh, so that was perfect transition so that we can move on into our story for the day, uh, which I'm very excited about. Actually, I don't really remember this one. I have but no idea what this part. is about. So it's going to be awesome. Most of you have never heard of it, if any of you have heard of it. Although, Mr. Fiedler, have you heard of it? I'm sorry. I'm still reading dad jokes. No, Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of the pink before? No, I have not. I'm so excited. So we've got a big <laughs> cast for this one. So we're going to go ahead and get started on introductions, beginning with... Uh, my name is Victoria. I am a freshman at EHS, and... I am playing the Maiden. I'm Emma Robertson. I am a freshman at EHS, and I am playing the Queen. I'm Jade. I am a sophomore at EHS, and I'm playing the Prince. Hi, I'm Hannah. I am a freshman at EHS, and I am playing the Angel. I am Eric Feather, math teacher, astronomy teacher at Enumclaw High School, and I am playing the King. Uh, my name is Paul Scott. I'm the choir director at EHS, and I am playing the evil cook. Hi, I'm Madeline Neal, and I go to Enumclaw Middle School, and I'm playing the servant. Excellent. And this is Allison Abrahams once again, and I will be narrating this story. And I'm Juliet, just Juliet, and I'll be, uh, I'll be doing sound effects. So. I can't wait. I yeah, love get ready. sound effects. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. This is The Pink, a fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. There once was, on a time, a queen to whom God had given no children. Every morning she went into the garden and prayed to God in heaven to bestow on her a son or a daughter. Then an angel from heaven came to her and said, Be at rest. Thou shalt have a son with the power of wishing, so that whatsoever 
in the world he wishes for, that shall he have. That was the most confusing way of saying he grants, he can get whatever he wants. Agreed. Also, I like that it sounds like the angel is calling on the telephone, which is perfect. <laughs> then, <clears throat> then she went to the king and told him the joyful tidings. And when the time was come, she gave birth to a son. <laughs> of course, of course. And the it's very king, realistic. Right? And the king, because she's had many children. Uh, and the king was filled with gladness. I'm so glad. <laughs> Every morning, she went with the child to the garden do, where do, the do, wild do. beasts were kept. <laughs> <laughs> and washed her washed herself there in a clear stream. You know there's no video, right, Juliet? <laughs> I'm getting into the character. <laughs> it happened once when the child was a little older that she or that it was lying in her arms and she fell asleep. Then came the old cook who knew that the child had the power of wishing and stole it away. And he took a hen and cut it to pieces and dropped some of its blood on the queen's apron and on her dress. Then he carried the child away to a secret place where a nurse was obliged to suckle it. Suckle so much? <laughs> Don't make those sound effects. And what? he ran to the king and accused the queen. Oh my. And accused the queen of having allowed her child to be taken from her by the wild beast. <laughs> How would she hear him coming? When the king saw the blood on her apron, he believed this, fell into such a passion Ooh. that he ordered a high tower to be built. Build me a tower. In which <laughs> in which neither sun nor moon could be seen. Is that possible, Mr. Fiedler? Uh, yes. Okay, great. And had his wife put into it and walled we called up. It, we called it a new moon. Oh. oh, okay, great. You're so wise. Thank you. Here she was to stay I for seven years without meat, <laughs> no meat, or drink, glug, glug, glug. and die of hunger. I'm so hungry. But God had sent two angels from heaven ah. in the shape of white doves, <laughs> which flew to her twice a day <laughs> and carried her food until the seven years were over. The cook, however, back to the cook, thought to himself, if the child has the power of wishing, and I am here, he might very easily get me into trouble. So, well, that was like a Swedish, French. I'm not sure what's happening. All right. So he left the palace and went to the boy, who was already big enough to speak, and said to him, If you wish for a beautiful palace for thyself with a garden and all else that pertains to it, Scarcely were the words out of the boy's yeah. mouth when everything was there that he had wished for. After a while, the cook said to him, It is not well for thee to be alone. Wish for a pretty girl as a companion. Oh, la, la. <laughs> then the king's son wished for one, and she immediately stood before him. Hey, yo, what's up? And was more beautiful than any painter could have painted her. That's right. The two played together and loved each other with all their hearts. Oh, I love you. And the old cook went out hunting like a nobleman. I am so manly, I'm hunting. <laughs> the thought, however, occurred to him that the king's son might someday wish to be with his father and thus bring him into great peril. Dun dun. So he went out 
and took the maiden aside and said, Tonight, when the boy is asleep, go to his bed and plunge a knife into his heart. And bring me his heart and his tongue. And if thou dost not do it, thou shalt lose the life. Thereupon he went away. And when he returned next day, she had not done it. And said, Why should I shed the blood of an innocent boy who has never harmed anyone? The cook once more said, If thou do not do it, it shall cost thee only life. When he had gone away, she had a little hind. What's a hind? She had a little hind brought to her? Are we? Do we know what a hind is? Situated, uh, no. situated at the back. No. <laughs> no? That is the nicest way of saying it. That is what we call rump. Guys, it's an animal. Rump. Any of uh, certain like species species of fishes in the sea bass family. It's a fish? When Indeed. okay, so when he had gone away, <laughs> she had a little hind brought to her and ordered her to be killed, and she took her heart and a tongue and laid them on a plate, and when she saw the old man coming, she said to the boy, Lie down in thy bed and draw the clothes over thee. Then the wicked wretch came in and said, Where is the boy's heart and tongue? <laughs> <laughs> the girl reached the plate to him. Here you go. And the king's son threw off the quilt and Huzzah! said, Thou old sinner, why didst thou want to kill me? Now I will pronounce thy sentence. Thou shalt become a black poodle and have a gold collar around thy neck. <laughs> And shall eat burning coals till the flame burst forth from thy throat. Oddly specific. Okay. <laughs> and when he had spoken these words, the old man was changed into a poodle dog. Oh, whiff, 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 and had a gold collar Look round my, his neck. With my gold collar. And <laughs> the cooks were ordered to bring up some live coals. Not the live coals. And these he ate. <laughs> until the flames broke forth from his throat. <laughs> The king's son remained there a short while longer and thought of his mother and wondered if she was still alive. Huh. At mm. length, he said to the maiden, I will go home to my own country. If thou wilt go with me, I will provide for thee. Ah, she replied. The way is too long. And what shall I do in a strange land where I am unknown? As she did not seem quite willing, and as they could not be parted from each other, he wished that she might be changed into a beautiful pink. Ooh, just the color? I don't know. And took her with him. <laughs> it's a flower. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that makes so much more sense. What would we do without you? Okay. Then he went away to his own country. Bye-bye. And the poodle had to run after him. <laughs> <laughs> He went to the tower in which his mother was confined, and as it was so high, he wished for a ladder. I wished for a ladder. Mm -hmm, which would reach up to the very top. <laughs> then he mounted up and looked inside and cried, Beloved Mother Lady Queen, are you still alive or are you dead? She answered, I have just eaten and am still satisfied. For she thought the angels were there, uh... said he. I am your dear son, whom the wild beasts were said to have torn from your arms, but I'm still alive, and I will speedily deliver you. Ugh. Then he descended again and went to his father. He's like he's like old time Jimmy John's. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, and cool, caused cool. himself <laughs> to be announced as a strange huntsman oh. and asked if he could give him a place. The king said yes, if he was skillful and could get game for him, she or he should come to him. And but the, good. This is a sentence gracious. and a half. This is a sentence and a half. Here we go. The king said yes, if he was skillful and could get game for him, he should come to him. But the deer had never taken up their quarters in any part of the district or country. Mm -mm. Then the huntsman promised to procure as much game for him as he could possibly use at the royal table. Oh. So he summoned all the huntsmen together. Come here. And bade them go out into the forest. Go to him. the forest. And he went with them. Let's go. And made them form a great circle. Big circle. Open at one end <laughs> where he stationed himself and began to wish. Mm. 200 deer and more came running inside the circle at once. And the huntsmen shot them. <laughs> then. <laughs> Do they have. Okay. Then they were all placed on 60 country carts. Put them on the carts. And driven home to the king. <laughs> and for once, he was able to deck his table with game after having had none all these years. Now that the king, he felt joy, or great joy in this, and commanded that his entire household should eat with him next day and made a great feast. When they were all assembled together, he said to the huntsman, As thou art so clever, thou shalt sit by me. He replied, Lord King, your majesty must excuse me. I am a poor huntsman. But the king insisted on it and said, Thou shalt sit by me. Until he did. <laughs> Whilst he was sitting there, he thought of his dearest mother and wished that one of the king's principal servants would begin to speak to her and would ask how it was faring with the queen in the tower and if she were still alive or had perished. Hardly had he formed the wish than the marshal began and said, your majesty, we live joyously here, but how is the queen living in the tower? Is she still alive, or has she died? But the king replied, She let my dear son be torn to pieces by wild beasts. <laughs> I will not have her name. <laughs> then the huntsman arose and said, Gracious Lord Father, she is, she is alive still, and I am her Phew. son. And I was not carried away by wild beasts, mm -mm. but by that old wretch cook. Who <gasps> tore me from her arms when she was asleep and sprinkled her apron with the blood of a chicken. Sorry. Gross. Thereupon, he took the dog with the golden <laughs> collar and said, This is the wretch. Ooh. And caused live coals to be brought. And these the dog was compelled to devour <laughs> before the sight of all until flames burst forth from its throat. It's just like medieval kibble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! On uh, on this, the huntsman asked the king if he would like to see the dog in his true shape. Yes, please. And wished him back into the form of a cook, in the which he stood immediately with his white apron and his knife by his side. Ching. When the king saw him, he fell into a passion and ordered him to be cast into the deepest dungeon. Then the hunts huntsman spake further and said. Father, will you see the maiden who bought me up so tenderly and who was afterwards to murder me, but did not, even though her own life depended on it? The king replied, Yes, I would like to see her. <laughs> Son said, 
Most gracious father, I will show you to her in the form of a beautiful flower. And he thrust his hand into his pocket. Thrust. And brought forth the pink. <laughs> Ta-da. And placed it on the royal table. And it was so beautiful that the king had never seen one equal to it. Then the son said, Now I will show her to you in her own form. Isn't she still on the table? On the flower. Okay. And wished that she might become a maiden. And she stood there looking so beautiful that no painter could have made her look more so pretty. Uh And the king sent two waiting maids and two attendants into the tower to fetch the the queen and bring her to the royal table. Bring her here. But when she was let in, she ate nothing. What? And said, Gracious and merciful God who has supported me in the tower will speedily deliver me. She lived three days more and then died happily. Ah. And when she was buried, the two white doves which had brought her food to the tower and were angels of heaven followed her body and seated themselves on her grave. The aged king ordered the cook to be torn in four pieces. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but grief Ow. <laughs> But grief consumed the king's own heart oh, and he soon died. Shoot. His son married the beautiful maiden whom he had brought dun, with him dun, as a flower dun, in his pocket. Dun, 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 dun. And whether they are still alive or not is known to God. Well, that had Huzzah. some things in it. That had yes. some definite things going on in it. But I do like the idea of the beautiful flower that no one could paint prettier. It reminds me a, of a Georgia O'Keefe I have a clearing. I thought you were going to say it reminded you of me. Well, Mercer? What okay. is your query? If, uh, if he transformed her um, into a flower and then back into a human, what happened to her clothes? Oh, <laughs> well, now I have an answer for this one. The because... Nice. No, no, no. Like, this guy could, anything he wished happened. So as long as he was wishing for her in a form where she was fully clothed, then there she is. So he is the flounder. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe he's the flounder. And then he got, no, no, no. He didn't do it. That's why he got cursed. I just like your, I really liked your cook voice. So So then he got turned into a flounder? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Wow. All right, and on that note, wait, let's should, wrap it up. You wait, should wait for hind? my old man. Oh, we never figured out what a <laughs> hind a was. It's a fish. It's a fish. Okay, but they cut out the heart and tongue of a fish and expected that to look like the boy's heart and he tongue. He was very I know, dumb. I know this is going to sound weird, but I've never seen a fish tongue before. I have. Fish don't have tongues. Yeah, they do. Whoa, wait. How so long a is a fish tongue? wasn't supposed to recognize Not as long as a dog's tongue. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's like, like one big fish. Have you oh, ever okay. seen a shark? <laughs> That's a big they fish. They do have tongues. Big fish. They don't resemble tongues of humans. The tongue of a fish is formed from the fold in the floor of the mouth. <laughs> in some species of bony fishes, the tongue has teeth, which help to hold prey items. Can we do like a hey Siri, but it's like, <laughs> hey, Fiedler, hey Fiedler, what is a hind? And then he goes, let me see what I can find. And then like, or like, let me see what I can scratch up. And he goes... I think he should go when he goes to find it. Or he goes calculating, recalculating. Question, can fish stick out their tongues? Fish do have tongues, but the term is a loose parallel. Unlike our muscular organs, these tongues can't stick out of the mouth. They don't help with swallowing. They can, however, help with chewing. Okay, I ask you again, my people. 
How did we expect a fish heart, of which does not look at all like a human heart, and a fish tongue, which doesn't look at all like a human tongue, to qualify? So as you stated, I ask again, what is a hind? As you stated before, it's olden times. They're not very intelligent. I feel like a hind has to be like a pig or something. I think it's a pig. Madeline's with us. According to Wikipedia, a hind is a female deer, especially a red deer. I love that. Did you know that in Europe, red deer are actually our elk? Like our Roosevelt I didn't know that. Well, and that was your... Okay, and on that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We're I'm going to... I'm, I'm signing out now, so bye, guys. And we will see you all next time for episode 11, where we tell you the story of the Golden Goose. Have a great night, everybody. TTFN. Bye.